Good evening, everybody. Show episode number 77 of So What's Been Happening. We're getting through the numbers now. Um, it feels like yesterday we were at show number 50, but uh, time moves quickly um, and we're all things are underway. All right. Um, let's bring on the great man, Lovey. How are you, mate? Welcome back, bud. G'day, mate. How you going? Good. Very good, mate. It's uh, Wednesday night, 6th of July. Episode 77, so what's been happening? Just give us a little bit about uh, how the week's been for you so far, mate. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to struggle a little bit for my uh, lovey losers, if, even if we get to it by the, by the looks of our lineup and who's coming on later on. But um, been a good week. I had only ever, the only ever premiership I've ever won in sport. I uh, was coaching Blackburn's uh, development team five years ago. We had a reunion on um, Saturday night and uh, – well, Saturday afternoon and night, I should say, if I'm honest. Um, and uh, it went really well. Uh, yeah, just fairly fairly quiet sort of week otherwise, which is probably a good thing. Um, this time of year, it's – you know, you know what it's like, Aaron, with your uh, Adonis-like physique. It's all about getting the rig ready for summer as well. So, uh, I'm coming from to, the I had, back. Mate, I had the old guilt trip Sunday tri- uh, session at the gym and then that was it. I had another one this morning and yesterday. And I think it's more just get off the pounding, get the pounds off as best we can. And um, this is the right time of year to do it. Um, yeah, family was good. Uh, yeah, can't complain this week. Good to hear. Yeah, and shout out to Cuz, who's a late withdrawal. Um, hopefully everything's okay with uh, with him, him and uh, he'll come back on the show, I'm sure, next week. And uh, Traps is going to also jump on the show next week. He's got his last week of ice hockey coaching with the kids. Um, yeah. so it's all it's all happening, mate. Um, and just a quick shout out to Gooch over in Canada, who's on his way to Montreal for the NFL draft, NHL draft. So that's that's an exciting time to be at a big, big event. Absolutely. They, um, they do things quick over there, don't they? They're, you have the NBA championship done and dusted. The draft is literally a week later. And obviously the same with the ice hockey. I think the NFL is a bit slower than that, but that's all right. Yeah, they don't muck around, mate. That's for sure. All right. Um, we've got a couple of exciting guests tonight. Um this is probably two of my favourite artists um, at the moment, absolutely. Um, Matt Joe Gow and Karen Fields. This is a show that's coming up on the 9th of July at George Lane. Um, probably nice. it's a fit, very fitting to have these two beautiful artists at a beautiful venue. Um, and I'm not sure if either of these two artists have played at this venue before, but George Lane, um, incredible little place. Little, you've been there a couple of times with me. Um, it's a it's a great little spot. So, what we're going to do is we're going to bring both Matt and I'll bring Matt up first. Um, have a quick chat to him, and then we'll bring in Karen as well, um, and then we'll have a quick chat about the magic that's going to be on the 9th of July. Here we go. Firstly, Mr. Matt Jogal. How are you, Matt? Welcome back, mate. How you doing, guys? Gee, you talked me up. No pressure. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's all right, mate. What we're about here, isn't it? <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah, yeah you, you too, Matt. How you going? 
All right, yeah, getting by. Looking forward to the shows this weekend. Uh, like Aaron was saying, it's going to be good. Playing with Karen, she's a good buddy of mine, and I think it'll be good. We've done we've done a few shows together, so it'll be like coming home. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's an exciting time, especially on a Saturday night in Melbourne. Yeah, in St Kilda. Yeah. So I think that'll be. Uh, that's the first time I played George Lane, and my first time playing St Kilda for a long time. A long time, maybe a year or a couple of years. I think. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Um, tell me about the new. The new single, mate. We've got you've got coming out in the next few days. We've got a bit of a um, worldwide exclusive. Um, well, yeah. Well, the single "Till My Whole Heart Bursts" off the new record. Um, let me get the dates right. So it's July eighth. It's available to the public. Uh, it's being played on the radio at the moment, which is cool. You're about to play a little bit now, I think. That's pretty cool. Uh, the song, the interesting thing is the song was chosen by uh, people at the shows, really. What I did was back in the old days, you couldn't go out and play your songs that are unreleased. That was a real big no-no, right? Uh, I, got, I, I remember I used to do that, and I, my label said, you, you got to stop doing that at the time off the first record. Um, these days it's a little different and with COVID delaying everything, this record's now, I've had the songs for a while. So I decided to road test a few of the songs like Sweet Collapse, the last single, and this one, Till My Whole Heart Bursts. And this one generally gets the best response in my set of the new song. So I'm like, well, if that's what people want to hear, then let's release it as a single. So it was that simple, really. Oh, beautiful. Um, you're exactly right. Give the people what they want to hear, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get you back next week. All right. So here's the here's the album cover for the yeah. Beautiful little shot, mate. When was that? Where was that shot? Uh, that was shot in uh, what was the place called? It was the old mayor's office, I believe. Shot by a friend of mine called Colin. Wasn't shot for the for the single cover. It was just it was just a photo shoot that happened to be taken, and you know, luckily I look so good that I can just use whatever <laughs> photo. <for it>. Yeah, <laughs> nothing like a. Uh, well, no, my last cover didn't have me on it. It was like beautiful ocean. So I'm like, all right, let's put me on this one, and to offset, as you're going to see in the little snippet of the video. I'm nowhere to be found. So, yeah. There you go. But you got to promote. Was... You, you got to physically promote yourself, Matt. I mean, no one else will. So you might as well do it. I reckon. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, it's it's interesting. Like uh, Karen's the same on her. She had a beautiful album cover, which she's not on that. Um, some of my album covers I'm on. Some of them I'm not. Some of my singles I'm on. Some of them I'm not. It's just whatever whatever feels right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think you're pretty photogenic because uh, I guarantee if I was a musician, I would never, ever be on the front cover. No? I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I, I actually, I wouldn't have the self-confidence to even go on one cover. There's no way. I'd rather uh, have someone... People talk you into it. Is the thing. They talk you into it. I didn't want to be on the cover of my... Actually, I'm not on the cover of my first album. And my label were like, you, should, you have to go on the cover of your first album. What are you doing? It's a debut. And I said, No. And 
But the artwork is really nice. It worked out really well. We got this beautiful artwork. Yeah. You've seen that Falcon, Aaron, that, that's on the T-shirts yeah. now. So yeah. I'm glad I wasn't on it, actually. All right, here we go. We're going to play a little exclusive that comes out in the next few days um, till my whole heart bursts. We're just going to play a little snippet of 30 seconds or so. If you can have a close look, if you can find Matt, you get a little special prize. But I fair to say, good luck finding him. Here yeah. we go. On top of flesh There it Beautiful. is. Okay, Sorry about that. It was like three BPM faster for the first five seconds. I was just about to say, <laughs> sorry about the tempo a little bit at the start. There. I'm not sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Really the wonderful nice. world of the internet. Just on it's tempo. Like I was excited when playing it. <laughs> just, just on, just on tempo. Do you find that in live gigs, you change up the tempo of some of your songs? How, how, how do yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, most of them. Especially on Saturday night, for instance, we're doing like, it'll be an acoustic style setting. So um, a few of the tempos will be back a little bit, I would predict. That's generally the case. If you're doing a more intimate setting, tempos will generally be back a bit as a rule. At a big like festival, full back tempos will be up. That's kind of how it goes, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's the magic. All right. I actually, I actually saw. I reckon I saw Matt in the video then too. Were you, were you, out of control swimming down the down the river and oh, hoping sorry. someone would rescue you? <laughs> saw you there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew that was you. Flowing long locks. That's right. right. Yeah. All right. What we're going to do, Matt? Thanks for that. We're going to just drop you to the back for a second. We're just going to bring Karen up, and then I'm going to yeah, bring sure. both of you up at the end. So we'll uh, we'll catch you shortly. Thanks, Matt. And here we are with um, the the opener for the night. And my God, what an incredible opener and a headliner herself. Um, so many great events. But I had the pleasure of seeing Karen at her album launch again. Not Well, the, not when I say again, it was scheduled again and again and again as all those little things were over COVID. But we uh, Karen finally got it done and it was a beautiful album launch at Northcote Social Club. So... Let's bring up Karen and we'll have a quick chat on uh, what's going on with her. Welcome back, Miss Karen Fields. Kia ora. Good evening. Thanks. Good evening to you. I don't know if we were you on last time. Was it just, I feel like the show's expanded. Just me. Yeah, well, it has expanded. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I, really? I, was, I, was, I was a ring in a few shows in, Karen, so probably not. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> where do we where do we find you tonight, Karen? Where are you hanging out? Um, I'm in Yakandanda, Yorta Yorta Country, um, which is such a lovely place to be in the middle of winter. Cold but really pretty. Um, so I'm house sitting for Cat and Leisha from this way north. Um, Cat also makes these hats. 
So I'm tucked away here, having a great cold time on my own, writing songs and talking to you fine humans. Fantastic. Uh, lovey. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What have we got with you, Miss Karen? Let's talk about July 9. Um, what an exciting time to be alive, back playing gigs. I know you've played a few and you're up and rolling um, after all these headaches we've had in the last two years, but we were going to scrap all that. That's not happening again. Um, so we're back playing gigs. Here we are at George Lane in St Kilda. So lovely. I, I agree with Matt. I can't remember the last time I played St Kilda, which is troublesome. You know, this is a place I've played a lot. Um, I lived, I lived there for some time as well. Um, I've actually busked on the streets of St Kilda and played shows in the venue, so full spectrum. <laughs> but I've not played George Lane before, and Matt and I really, you know, we have a special connection, and, and playing a show together is something I think we both try and, you know, map out a, a place or a space in which we could present what we do in a, in a special kind of way. Um, you know, we had that at the campfire at the Coracle um, a few months back and we've shared the stage at the Brunswick Ballroom and, and just collaborated together in nice, cool ways. And I think this is a great show with um, a really careful and considered intention and in, in what we want to do and, and how we want to share who we are. Fantastic. Um, it's so exciting to hear that both of you haven't, played at that venue i think there's a kind of magic that happens on a night like that when both artists or the whole lineup hasn't played at that venue before uh, so mm. that'll be really exciting because honestly it's one of the most cute little venues hidden away in a little back street in st kilda um, behind the george and Lockie um does a fantastic job putting that little venue together he's had some fantastic gigs there um, it feels so intimate. It's like a little lounge room kind of gig. Um, it's it's beautiful. I can't wait to have you there, Karen. I kind of feel like it's my own. I love the place. <laughs> I didn't realise it was your local, your your favourite. That's cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. Have you stepped inside it before, Karen? No, not at all. Have you been? Okay, yeah. So I've, I've had the pleasure of, uh, well, I think AC escorted me one night. Uh, into that bar. It was the first time I'd been, and he's yeah, he's spot on. It's one of the um, it's one of those amazing little bars you'd almost see in, in the older days, like near Abbotsford and all that sort of thing. It's just it's nicely tucked away. It's it's just, and I think it can cater for all sorts of musical genres. Was what I could gather the last time we were there. Um, it was a young, I think it was a young four piece band, and they were just absolutely rocking this little bar, but. You know, it was, it can cater for, it looks like it, it definitely caters for a nice seated audience and all sorts of things. So, yeah, I, I, I reckon I'm going to try and get there behind uh, AC. <laughs> awesome. 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 And, yeah, and great news is the tickets are selling quickly. There's not much left um, all, from all reports. A little bit of general admission <laughs> left, but all the, all the prime spots are gone. So make sure you get a general admission <laughs> ticket. Um, and get there because I tell you, there's not a bad spot um, in that room and they've upgraded the sound and stuff recently and they do a really good job there. So I can't wait to have you there, Karen. But mm, all right, let's talk, me too. let's talk about the album. Um, I was blessed enough to be at your launch, which you finally, we finally got, or you finally got done. I just happened to turn up, um, but it was fantastic <laughs> to be there. 
tell us just yeah. a little bit about the launch date um, and how it feels to be finally back up on stage and, and getting getting the love done. Mm, so many answers and one delicious conversation. Um, I was wearing this shirt, actually, at my album launch. So there you go. There's some synergy there for you, my friend. Um, it felt bloody good to be wearing this great shirt. I got it on the day of the launch, which is just a bit of a flex on my part. Um, <laughs> I really can't describe what that whole emotional, spiritual, musical experience was like releasing water. It just felt so unreal to take this body of work and be thrust into a just a wild storm of, you know, nothing being by the book or the rules or like anything you've ever prepared yourself for in terms of launching a record. And it just felt like throwing a bunch of songs into a tornado and then just nooding up and jumping in. <laughs> <laughs> and <you're> like <laughs> beautiful way to, to report it. an album launch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you could feel that energy, you know, when I came out with the band and I was just like, I don't even think I talked a lot of bullshit, which is not I mean, it's in my nature to go on tangents but I think I just got up there and I just absolutely delivered the the, the best I could and and had just yeah an insatiably good time so it was great to celebrate the record as well at the end of the launch which again was you know that no rules everything you ever thought it was going to be doing a launch that was at the kind of toward, at the end of an album's journey like not not really the end but I guess the end of that promotional slather that you you know get the album out there and share it with your people and go online and do all that stuff so the you never know what a record's going to be like when you put it out so the fact that what it was was all right and people enjoyed it <laughs> made that launch so much sweeter because it was a celebration of what everyone already knew to be on the record and to have watched it unfold and and see its little journey around the world out of my hands and so that was special as well I don't think that'll ever be repeated that kind of nature of launching as well so mm. I feel kind of lucky that I've got this really unique and beautiful message inside of a pandemic about fuck you COVID don't mess with me <laughs> all right yeah. let's talk uh let's talk album covers for two seconds um and this one yeah. is a beautiful one once again um matt's right you're you don't feature on your album cover unless you can see yourself somewhere hiding in there but just tell us a little bit about this beautiful album cover water oh gosh <sighs> i was just so fortunate to connect with this great artist louise mitchell who's on gadigal country in sydney and how did it even happen i was in new zealand i reached out to my community and and mailing list and i guess those kind of closest following the journey of this musical life of mine and said who would like to create my album cover <laughs> and a whole community of lovely artists re returned my message and um and Louise just really struck me as a yeah an incredible I don't even know what it what it was about the way that she creates I just could see what she was creating and it was yeah just so fortuitous that I chose her without knowing who she is, really. And then she said, after I said, I would like you to make the record 
cover she said I actually met you at the Blue Mountains Music Festival and you've saw, and I've got your signed CD and so the fact that this woman was like a true and lovely genuine fan of what I do and that she was all the way in Sydney and I was in New Zealand and she just it was just so lovely and so she got to listen to the record before I released it of course but listen to it as a way of being inspired to create the cover and um it just spoke to to the record and I really love it like I really really love it I think it's just such a beautiful piece of art and on top of that I wanted to have something if I'm going to print something in physical realm whether or not you listen to CDs or not people still purchase them and so I kind of made this more of an envelope disc with the artwork on it so even if you don't necessarily listen to the CD you get this gorgeous piece of art that you can sort of slide into a diary or a journal and and sort of keep as a piece of that time that we met and, and the art and I just love it I just love it <laughs> so beautiful. I, I, I actually I, I love the cardboard sleeve thing like you did used to get with your old vinyl like the, if the CD came in the, in that cardboard um, sleeve that was to your point, it's so much more practical, but it just feels better. I reckon it feels a bit more genuine. Um, you know, as opposed, like you say, bookmark, you can't bookmark with those thick, chunky, plastic <laughs> CD cover things. So, and they're, they're always uh, take up too much room, let's face it. So. <laughs> well, you know, we find these things, don't we? And it's such a shame. I myself have a library of great CDs that I stare at longingly and go, what am I going to do with all these glorious? pieces of art you know that I love Even. so much you know I'll die with them let's be honest I'll just be <laughs> stacked full of memorabilia but anyway yeah. okay yeah. So what I'm gonna do I'm, too. I'm gonna play a little 45 second little snippet of a beautiful little clip you recorded not long ago Karen um the song is called Escape and it's a it's a fantastic little clip so here we go I'm just gonna play 45 seconds or so. Wait on out on your motorbike We're gonna ride right through the night Watch the sunrise Stretch between Um, I say that every time I see something of yours, Karen, and hear your voice, but that just tell me a little bit about that magic of recording that clip. There seemed like such incredible chemistry in the room for that moment, for that clip. Um, and then we'll bring Matt up for a quick chat. So just tell me a little bit about that recording. Where was it and how did it come about? Uh, it's at the Avery studios. Um, Fraser Montgomery, of course, produced and engineered water and is just such a golden, treasured friend. Um, he's created the Avery Film Division and invited us to record a song and um, with the band. And so it was just incredible to be back in the studio with 
I guess, a band I'm so comfortable and in love with and, and we really had no time to practice or rehearse or, or lock in. It's these COVID weird times and fractured schedules and coming back in and out and the, the energy that you're talking about, I guess, or the chemistry is there because I I bring them all together and love them all and, and we have this great energy, but it's also that um, we really do have a heightened sense of gratitude and togetherness every time we play and what we do now uh, and I can definitely feel that in the energy of escape and it's just magic when you work together with a family of, of artists who just know what they're doing and they do it really well and we really enjoy spending time with each other and it feels so great to be lifted up by such great talent. Yeah beautiful and I think um, one of the lines out of that anything anywhere but here um, I can't think of anywhere I'd rather be than George Lane this Saturday night, 9th of July. So that's exactly where we all <laughs> want to be. So let's bring Matt up and we'll have a quick chat about the gig and um, get some little bit of chemistry between you two. I know there's plenty of. Welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Is that so? Uh, uh, good to see Big you. Big group hugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So the magic of George Lane, you guys, uh, I can't talk it up anymore. Um, it is what it is now. It's it's ready to go. It's If you haven't got your tickets, you need to get them quickly because there's not many left. But just uh, the poster artwork, I think, um, is a beautiful feature of this, this gig as well. Karen, what can you tell me about um, this beautiful, like, watercolour almost? Oh, I don't. I don't know if I can share this because it's actually, um, it's actually Matt's sister made this beautiful artwork Apology. for us. It came together within like hours. Matt and I yep. were like, let's make a poster, and then I'll hand the, the rest of the story over to you, Matt, because that was a really special connection um, with our yeah, poster. Idea because. We played a show together that Karen mentioned, uh, Campfire Coracle. We tried to do it a first time, and there was a poster for that that was wonderful. And then we, in the end, we, we played the show, and it was lovely with a friend of ours, Joyce. And uh, the poster was, was, was beautiful artwork for that. And I think on this one, then Karen was like, well, we should do another poster. And so we were considering... Like, oh, I just had a chat back and forth. And I thought, well, my sister is an artist. I'll just ask her. Um, and she she said, oh, sure. And then um, we, I just threw her some ideas, sort of. She'd also seen Karen uh, before, seen her videos and heard her music. And so she just came up with that, uh, that artwork, that image, um, ocean-themed. Uh, and uh, you see the sort of the the halo is. She said that was a nod and uh, homage to Karen, who wears um, who wears uh, feather and drum hats often, as as do I. Um, That's true. Yeah, and then actually, shout out to Karen too. She because uh, we got the artwork, and then Karen made it into a poster by adding features at the bottom and making it making it lovely. So. Um, yeah, it was a great collaboration. And that's the wonderful thing about music in general. I think your opportunity to collaborate with visual artists or, um, or, or, or videographers uh, or even 
stylists, if that's your thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a wonderful thing. So when I get to work with my sister, my sister's been in, she was in my Break, Rattle and Roll music video. Um, I've been able to work with my friends who are artists and, and, uh, and so it's, it's always fun to collaborate. Go for it, Lottie. I think, um, I think, um, kind of be careful with you. Sorry, I'll have to bring him back in a sec. We've got a bit of an audio <laughs> drama there. It's uh, a bit chirpy. So apologies for that, guys. Um, all right, so what, what can we expect um, from you guys as a – can we – is it, are, we full, are we full bands? Are we sing, solo artists? What's, what's happening on the night? Can we – I won't speak for Karen. I'll let her answer what, what she's up to, but – we will. We be. Um, we won't be just solo. Uh, I have my dead leaves in an acoustic uh, form, uh, which I think will really suit the venue. I focus on on three part harmonies. They're wonderful singers, Katya and Andy, uh, and uh, of course, uh, be remiss to not share the stage with Karen, as it's our show. Um, you know, K- Karen is on first, but. Like it's it's just a double build show. She just happens to be on first. Next time we play, I'll I'll be on first. So, but I, I wanted to make sure that we play uh, a song or two together at the end. So, I sent Karen a song a couple of months ago. I don't even think it was necessarily as a plan to play it. I can't remember. But Karen was like, "That's great. We should do it." And I was like, "Okay." So I won't tell you what that is, but but. Um, <laughs> We will, we will definitely collaborate. And, uh, and Karen won't be alone either. Uh, I'll let Karen explain what she's up to. I'm bringing my angels, who are Liz Frencham and Tanya Bradley. Um, they are such a stunning trio. Um, you would have seen them in Escape. They, um, they stand either side of me, and they really do shine. So Liz unfortunately has actually broken her thumb but she's such a warrior like a weapon of music um she's got like other bases to try in different ways and we had rehearsal last week and she's playing the bass with my guitar like this and like she's just so she she's can't the right hand thumb Is it- um yeah so she's broken her right hand so um but wow. she's 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 gonna be there and and i'm so excited like even um even if it, it's it's quirky, I'm sure it's going to be perfect. Um, and Tanya's Tanya's just as fantastic. So um, yeah, we're really excited. We've been keeping our shows really special and sparse in the winter time. So this is our only show together, um, really in winter. Beautiful. I can't wait. Um, we're just going to bring Lovey up on her because I know he had a question for you guys. Welcome back, mate. Sorry about that. My goodness, I think in Mirrorbark the lines are finishing just before in terms of Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> uh, I, I was just going to make a really bit of a silly comment too. Punchline's gone now, it's done. Album cover. <laughs> um, <it's> just... <laughs> That's so hot. You just came back in on a like, live stream to be like, you know yeah. what, my joke <laughs> was back there. Yeah. It was in the... <laughs> <laughs> Something That's about, so hot. Uh, something about <laughs> and, and baby, but you know that's okay. I don't think you guys are going to go down that path. 
Um, before I the only that. question, sorry, what was that going down? What path? Oh, the Nirvana Nevermind Babies in the Water type path of an album cover. I don't think you guys are that in a hurry. Correct? Well, you never know. Give us nine months. Well, you want them to be taking <laughs> <laughs> the launch, so. <laughs> um, genuine question. Uh, the only one I've got, now, well, the one I really wanted to ask you two guys tonight. Um, I guess, Matt, last time we spoke on here, um, we are in COVID, lockdowns and all the rest of it. And, Karen, clearly you've gone through it as well. Since it's all opened up, how have you guys, like, from a from a mental health perspective, which is why I, I, I signed up to help host this with Aaron, how has your mental health progressed? You know, I, and I'm not saying it was bad, even coming out of, just straight out of COVID, but how, have you guys sort of self-reflected on how you felt from a mental perspective since everything's opened back up again, you can get to gigs? Do you feel like you're normal now or what, how have you guys gone about that stuff? Um, That's a deep gee. question. That's a deep Whew, question. Heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess for me, to, even to, to start with, I don't know if people realise, but it's not normal out there yet. <laughs> and not, not for a long time. So, you know, like uh, it's far from from normal for shows. Shows are shows are different. Getting people to shows is different. Uh, the energy at different venues, whether it's just, you know you're just out for a night, but people are still quite afraid, especially slightly older people. And that makes up a large part of the the demographic in the Americana world, you know. So it's different. It's uh, it's still different. Um, but for me, like getting back to playing is is has been important. It gives gives me a focus um, and a creative outlet and a social. It gives me the social interaction. Um, so, you know, that's been really important, whether it's just going to a few shows with some friends of mine or playing mm. shows like this. It's it, it's uh, definitely, I would say, helped. You know, and uh, um, it's it's been good connecting with musicians again. Uh, even, you know, because in, in this organising this show, I chatted with Karen. We chatted for well over an hour the other day on the phone about just stuff, you know, so that... That's pretty cool. That's just, it's helpful to be reconnecting. And we talked during COVID as well, but we just kind of commiserated together. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I can only mirror uh, what you yeah, say. You, you know, you, um, the, the connection has probably been the most vital part because um, I really can't speak to any kind of true reflection on my current state of mental health or ability to manage or understand it. It's still too much, very much in the thick of mm. everything still. So there's really no pushing through this yet. It could be a decade before you can truly look back on this particular pocket in time and go, ho, ho, wow. Because right now there's careers in question and how, and logistics at play and COVID still out there and, and you know, and, and music still being written and creative spirits hanging on, but 
yeah, I, I guess the real truth and what Matt was saying as well is that connection and community and seeing shows and going to shows and living presently, connecting with your fellow artists and just being really aware of um, of everything all at once, you know, whether that's good, bad or indifferent, you're just really aware of it all in a way that perhaps we weren't so present to pre-COVID. So, yeah, you know, the more we can just be with one another, the easier it seems to be to understand. Yeah. Thanks for that, guys. It's good. Thanks for sharing that. I think... Um, Pleasure, one, Treasure. I think one thing I've reflected on or appreciated, I probably should say more, is when I'm out at a gig now, I realise how many more people are involved in pulling together a gig. Um, <laughs> as you on right from the, the initial band poster or gig poster. Um, and it's, it's beautiful, Matt, that you've been able to incorporate your sister and some artwork. So this, mm. this gig will be a truly special one, um, absolutely, to uh, another another feather in the cap, so to speak, for um, for George Lane. I mean, this will, this will be a beautiful event. So, um, but yeah, so many more people. Or so it's no it's no different than it was before. But I've just got a real appreciation now for all the people that come together: the sound guy, the lights guys, everyone behind the scenes, the bars, the glasses, the, everyone that puts these gigs together. Um, also. The important power of patrons in venues. Um, so please, guys, try and get out and support some of these gigs if you can. Um, come and give us all a big group hug. Um, and we all need it right now, artists alone as well. Um, it's been a tough period for a lot of people, and it's it's by no means over. Uh, as you said, Matt, you touched on last time we spoke about uh, touring again, and everyone just expected everything was open and instantly you jumped on the road trying to get flights. Flights were just a disaster. Uh, oh, gear was yeah. going missing and not turning up. And it's just, yeah, yeah. we're a long way from normal, aren't we? Well, last time we chatted, I was in Sydney, right? Correct. I think yeah. I had a, show and a couple of shows there. So I go back to Sydney on the, the morning after our show. So that next morning I'm flying to Sydney. Um, but yeah, last time, yeah. So last time my guitars went missing. And then my guitarist guitars went missing. It was an absolute shit show. And that was my flight was delayed a night so, and missed a show. So, yeah, it's still a fight, you know. It was, you still, and like Karen said, we're still sort of in the fight. So it's hard to reflect when we haven't moved beyond, you know, you're, just, you're still treading water, you're still trying to survive. And, um, but, you know, that doesn't mean it's not beautiful. They're beautiful moments. And so you try to be really present and mindful of them and you realize how special they are all, all Karen and, and the shows that I've done with Karen have been really special a wonderful energy and and like you said I see like every show there's so much goes into even even the smaller shows there's a lot goes into every single show so every show is special uh, and it's good that you realize that you know, and I don't, I don't just mean special for myself, but it, it's, it's an opportunity to watch someone perform and, 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 the, and the other artists perform, whether it's on bass or drums and the sound guy do his thing. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And I'm always honoured to be able to take part in it you know, and express that. Uh, and yeah, like we said in St Kilda, because that's kind of where I came up in Melbourne. I used to play the SB before it was gentrified, you know, on a Wednesday night. 
up on that really high front bar. Front bar we yeah. so much for it to sound any good because the sound was so bad. Mm. Until they barred you from drinking before your show. They said, <laughs> we're not giving you your alcohol till after the show because bands were just sculling it all to <laughs> sound better. Yeah, so I used to here on a Wednesday night, just myself and a pedal steel player and a drummer. Really random. Um, back at the, the ESPY back in the day, you know. So, yeah, it'd be good to get back in St Kilda. And I worked at a bar in St Kilda, just around the corner, a cocktail bar there. Uh, and I used to live in St Kilda. So you lived there too, right, in St Kilda, Karen? Right, you lived there for I sure did. Um, yeah. yeah, I sure did. I did. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wrote St Kilda Pier. Um, yeah, yeah. About about that experience of living in Kilda. <laughs> I was busking with a broken foot and got my phone stolen from my back pocket. Like it was dark times, but I just went all in. Thank you to the vibe. I love it, and my it's like a, a second home for me. Like if I had to choose a suburb where I was like, oh yeah, that's my spiritual home. Um, you know, my my best my best pal lives there, and. Um, I've lived above a restaurant down there on Fitzroy Street. <laughs> and uh, yeah, racked That's up a few cool. memories. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm on the badass yeah. side of town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot different than it used to be. Fitzroy Street, um, the Espy for first of first of all, the whole of yeah, St Kilda really. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Casanovas sum it up. If you ever see hear one of their songs about St Kilda, you'll uh you'll get an understanding of what they're, they're on about. But um, it's it's a, it's a still a beautiful place. And, and one place that is a beautiful place for tickets for July 9, which is this Saturday night, georgelane.com.au. Jump on and have a look. There's multiple gigs coming up at George Lane, so always a shout-out to the guys there. Um, but this Saturday night is the ticket you want. Um, and Matt Joe Gow Music.com is where you're looking for Matt and for Karen karenfields.com so please guys bring a heap of merch for the night um i always tell the bands bring the merch because some of the bands get there and forget because they're not used to bringing merch again and all that story so if you've got it get it bring it um and hopefully we can help put a little few extra pocket uh dollars in your pockets so thanks a lot guys for spending some time with us tonight no problem we look forward to seeing you saturday night Peace out, homies. All right. See ya. Oh, it was great to connect to those two guys again before Saturday night. How good's that chat? That was um and you can tell those two even when they talk to each other, they've uh they've got quite a nice um I don't know what you call it, like a a link if you like, but like a They've just got a natural ability to communicate and talk to each other, which will obviously flow into their music. So yeah. that'll be a, that'll be a big gig on um, Saturday night. That'll be a very yeah. good. Gig. Yep. Um, one thing that I think George Lane does very well, the venue itself with Lockie, is his pairings and how he puts a night together. And I think he does it really well. So Matt was a hundred percent right. Karen could have easily been the headline act. They're both. Yeah. I believe superstar acts in themselves, so it, it will be a great night. And hopefully, uh, there might be a little little hint there that they may do this a gig again in a reverse order. Um, that will be great to see. So, uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I kind of planned that little chat for a, 
10, 15 minute chat and 40 minutes later, we're still talking. So it's, it's, it's great to see. So um, uh, it's just great. Awesome to give artists a bit of a time to have a chat and on a Wednesday night with not much else to do at the moment, um, have that chat. I, and... just, just on reflection, those sort of chats, like I haven't got the greatest musical background of all time and, yep. but to get, get a real insight into all those sorts of things I was talking about, it, it's great for me, you know, um, yeah, and and to be able to go to all those gigs and pick up the t-shirts and the like, it's uh, why not? Yeah, yeah. just just a great um, way of going. Different things. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, you talk about um, what, as I said before, what uh, what puts together and what pieces together a, a gig is such, and and very much merchandise are all part of that. Um, yeah. And to be able to support an artist that goes, the money goes directly to the artist, not through album company, you know, record companies and all that sort of story. Um, sees it back in their pockets, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and and to be able to meet and have a chat to the artists, you know, that, that's what I love about the local kind of music scene versus the big bands um, where they're, you know, I've, I wouldn't say I know these guys really well, but I know them enough to have a chat to. Um, and it's just fantastic to be able to do it and that's the that's the joy of getting out there so just before we bring um our next guest up let's just uh touch on a couple of gigs that we've got coming up i, I mentioned um obviously 20 times uh july 9 um for saturday night but matt's got matt's got uh plenty of gig co gigs coming up as well and so is karen but um if you can't find one for matt then uh you know, get on get on machogalmusic.com and karenfields.com as well uh, to find one. But tomorrow night um, there's a gig at Poem uh, in it's in Richmond. Um, this little gig session that's been called the Unpaved Songwriter Sessions is uh, is a great one. Um, the, the guys put together, you know, up-and-coming artists and put together three or four acts on a night and just a tiny little venue. It's a little gallery. Um, and I think they call it the Place of Magical Experiences, stands for POEM. Um, and it truly is. Bernie's done a great job keeping that venue alive, especially through COVID. Um, and, yeah, what else is coming up? We've got Friday night is, is at POEM as well. Um, so a couple of... Berkey, one of Berkey's absolute favourites is the, these guys used to be called the Warner Brothers back in the day, um, <laughs> till they, till someone decided that that's not their name and you can't call them Warner Brothers because we own the Warner Brothers title, um, which is mad. It's absolutely crazy that uh, someone as big as the Warner Brothers has, has come to these guys and said, you better change your name. Just crazy. That's just dumb shit, right? Um, yeah. There's there's one thing that was alerted to me today um, and we can plug it properly over the next week or two, but I'm actually really excited for this one. It's an older band um, that we all knew a bit in the nineties, the Faves. They're playing at the Brunswick Ballroom on the 30th of July. Um, can't wait yep. to see them. I remember seeing vaguely at the Big Day Out back in 1997, and they had a, yeah. they had a pretty funny little 25 minute set. Some of their song lines. I'm going to actually go back and familiarise myself with some of their music because I distinctly remember some of their song lines were the funniest I've ever heard at that point in time. Mm. Uh, they, they, they were like a um, like a really intelligent version of Tism, so yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, I think that'll be that'll be something I'll pop up for you. You can advertise that in the next week or two as well. But that'll mm -hmm. be really another gig that might be up and running for people. 
Want to go yeah. and have a look? Look forward to it. Yeah. Um, and Saturday, there is another gig on Saturday night, which is at the corner, um, and it's an old band back from oh, the, yeah. back from the seventies, the Sunny Boys. Um, so Berkey's Berkey's going to be along at that one, so we won't see Berkey with us Saturday night, but he'll be out and about, no doubt. Yep. Um, and there's plenty of other good acts coming up.